Hey everyone, today we have a micro Q&A style episode with bonus unreleased clips from our K-Drama collab with Jess from ATC Debat Brambles podcast. Stay tuned to hear our burning questions and find out what Jess had to say about them. I've had this question for a long time and I just, I've noticed that a lot of actors and actresses do a really popular or just like a K-drama, 16, 20 episodes, and then they don't do another one for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Here, like, you know that like the actors are getting paid and they're earning money to be able to, you know, live because they're doing series and seasons and it goes on forever. How does that work? Like the smaller actors, I've noticed it's, there's really big gaps when you look at it. For smaller actors, I think that they are doing a lot more work than you realize because they could be auditioning and trying to get in with producers, trying to get in on more dramas and side hustles, extras, that sort of thing. Also like, just like it is in LA or Hollywood, they're probably working part-time jobs and things like that just to try and make ends meet. But for the bigger Hollywood stars like Imeno, they don't need to appear in a drama and hustle like they do for a 16 to 20 episode run of a single K-drama. And that has to do with how much they're paid. A star like Imeno is paid a ton of money. I don't have like numbers in front of me, but just for reference, I think everyone knows Boys Over Flowers. Yeah. That formative foundational K-drama for a lot of people, Boys Over Flowers. And that kind of got Imeno out there recognized and that he became a star because of his role in Boys Over Flowers. But his co-star, the female lead in that, she said she didn't have to work for years like (laughs) a decade or something because of the money that she made off of boys over flowers and she's like an artist like she has exhibitions like she can afford to live like this kind of hippie um bohemian lifestyle because she's only doing dramas like every five ten years and they pay for like her lifestyle and then she moves on so pretty much even though only 16 to 20 episodes are way more lucrative for actors than if you are like if you can hit it big then you don't need to be working all the time and then you have stars like bay suzy who make a shit ton of money off of sponsorships and brand deals she doesn't need to be in a drama that's true because she's literally on like your coke bottle she's on your shampoo (laughs) bottle she's on a big cutout video video for no reason like things like that (laughs) keep her in luxury (laughs) and she does not need to work on a k-drama even if she is a tremendous actress and good for her tell me the recipe says i'm looking to live like getting paid to live love that i want to live like Susie, love where i can just show me. up i'm breathing guys is my paycheck in for me breathing no okay i'll wait till tomorrow how did hairstyle trends evolve in your opinion for old k dramas to now for kathy she had one thing in mind shiny from seeing a lot of posters for those dramas back in the day the hairstyles it's like you know (laughs) shiny just got like with a program recently about what hair is supposed to look like yes so shiny up until like 2017 2018 was still giving like Mm -hmm. the old older k-drama hairstyles and yeah that was a that was a time because they they fully look like they traveled in time to 1970 but it was also 2015 (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) i can't believe you've invoked shiny though like because we can't stop talking about them just not to bring k-pop into this but it's shiny's styling team is very sus to us we don't we don't understand their styling choices 
for hair or for outfits. We don't, we, we, if you ask us like what uh, styling team do you not want to be a part of? It's shinies. We don't get it. And it's like, they they look amazing in anything, but they really try like the, the styling people to just like put them in the weirdest things. Now they're getting better. Like now, like two weeks ago, they started trying to get them like to, to put them in things that idols would typically wear now. Right. Yeah. 2012 shiny. You, you put 2012 shiny and 2012 EXO. EXO looks 2012, but like you see it now and you're like, okay, cool. You see 2012 shiny. It's like, oh, this must have been like 1995. <laughs> and it wasn't. 100%. It was 2012. Right. 100%. Well, shiny is a veteran. What are they, first or second gen? They're second, second. gen. They're second, second gen. gen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, it's like, you know, you have SM, which is, I guess maybe at the time they weren't, but now they're trying to be this futuristic special effects like <laughs> company. And where was that energy when shiny was starting out? Like, where was it? You know? I need a drink. <laughs> 2 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. is also second gen and they, yeah. they they're dressed like you look at before and you're like, OK, this is a little questionable, but they've yeah. evolved yeah. pretty quickly. I love their comeback and the older like 30 something idol. They're like I need it. Appropriate. They're looking I love it. Like I'm doing things to me. I'm just Ugh, like, same. can but... I get more like for la vena? <laughs> Please, <laughs> please, please. I have one more question for you, Jess, that we didn't have planned, but I thought about it a little while ago. So I just want to ask now that okay. like, it seems like the American market has their eye on, on K drama or Korean actors in general. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing things like Pak Sojun being cast for Marvel's, uh, you know, don't franchise. get me started because I'm really excited about that. So I'm just thinking, I'm just curious, like, is there any other actor that you think might get picked up by the Hollywood Raider that maybe you've already heard of some rumors here or there? Or well, I else think Chow Nu got uh, picked up, right? Yeah. He yep. got cast in some that K-pop, K-pop movie. Movie that with Rebel Wilson, right? Like the one that's gonna yeah, be about, like, the group that gets stranded in Texas or something. It's he's made for the it. group that's supposed to. What are they supposed to play? Like, I think they're post, supposed to play Madison Square Garden. Yeah, something like that. And they get stranded in Texas, which makes no fucking sense at all. No, yeah, yeah no, at all. Another case of like, yeah, Texas is nearby New York, right? Like, <laughs> they could reasonably get stuck in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, but he got cast in that. And I think it's because obviously he is so beautiful. Yeah. And he, him. I think he does speak relatively good English he as does. well. He so I think he's got a good chance. I think I'm waiting for Wuga Squad to get more play here in the West because mm. they all have great strengths, not just yeah. Pak So Jun. Yeah. In fact, if you had asked me a few years ago before he was cast in the MCU, which of the Wuga squad members I thought was going to make it big and get cast in the MCU or any sort of like giant franchise project, I would have never picked Puck So June, but here we are, I guess. The people want um, what they want and they the want people the, want the, what they, they want. want. Yeah. I, I wonder how his yeah. English is because at least in the dramas that he's done when he's asked to speak English, it's not, I mean, in the drama is played off as perfect, perfect English, but it's, it's really I'm not. I'm sure Marvel has thrown ridiculous amounts of money at like dialect coaches and people Mm -hmm. who can help him get a good accent or his character 
has something from out of this world that it makes sense for him to not have a perfect American or whatever. Mm. Accent, so. so a couple of things. Marvel is swimming in money so they can hire whoever the fuck they need Literally. to teach him English or teach him his lines and yeah. work with his pronunciation. And second of all, even if his pronunciation on set is not that great, they can come back and post and he can re-record all of his lines That's and true. get it perfect. Yep. So there's no reason why he's not going to sound pretty good in the MCU movie. The the Marvels, I believe, is the one that yeah. he's going to yeah. star in. I so do cute. feel like Toyoshik should have gotten some more play right now in the Western right market, especially after Parasite winning Best Picture at the Oscars and that being such a, a windfall for Korea and their soft power. I feel like it's right there. I feel like Maybe it's right there. He's, he's, can, he's Canadian. Like he's he was Canadian. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. He's his, like Instagram post that he was like in the Detroit airport or something and she's like, yeah, what yeah. is he doing with the commoners outside? Like when he could be in every like platinum lounge you know yeah he definitely could start and stuff and i think there was a picture that he posted recently on instagram where he was like in the hitting the gym or something and he was so cute you could see some of his muscles and i was like where is my soft boy like he's disappearing (laughs) right before my eyes and who the hell knows like why he's beefing up like i had people in my gms like do you think he's doing it for a project? Do you think he's like changing his physique for any particular reason other than like personal gains? And I was like, I don't know. It could very well be that he's doing it for a project. Could very well be that he's just wants more muscles, like just wants like a jack. Anyone who has been watching the Netflix stock drop over the past few months, maybe a year, knows that they're really struggling right now to keep the audiences yeah especially with everyone else coming out with a streaming service right now Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if they know that people are gonna be here for k-dramas and that's where they're gonna get their subscription money to fund their projects they're gonna be they're probably already have a lot of projects underway so yeah so i feel like Pusik should definitely get more roles here in the west he is a native english speaker he's canadian so there's a lot of people that could make it over here in the states but for whatever reason they have like tech tech young from 2 p.m oh, uh he God. grew up like in boston that would be <laughs> so, that would be life-changing that would that's be why he so much. yeah tech is beautiful wonderful person so i he sorry. is a beefcake <laughs> like no if sense like, he's about such it. a good person i'm like he's so hot like, <laughs> no he's fine as fuck he is so great and he can make it i feel like he should definitely try looking into more roles here in the west if he wants to i don't know sometimes they just don't want to like they're yeah. doing so well here in the korea like why would they why would they try and like go through rise up the ranks in hollywood and hollywood's so mean to and like, racist and racist like what are the roles they're gonna go out for like it's anyway that's a whole nother conversation of like that's true what is available to them here in the West? Absolutely. Everything should. Great, great insights, Jess. I'm, I'm looking forward to freaking out together when, with the announcements that will come out inevitably over yeah. the next few months with people that we're going to be rooting for that we know very well. So yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. 
Dale. Bye.